And how can people preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and once again, I am joined by my good friend, my man from Rockville Center, that's Frank Alasia. Hey, Frank, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing just fine, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good, once again. And you brought up a topic the other night when we were talking. You wanted to say, let's talk about sermons or the preaching at Mass, what we Catholics call the homily. What was it that you wanted to, uh, to talk about as far as homilies go? I think sometimes people put too much emphasis on the homily. Um, it's an important part of the Mass, but the Mass isn't about a good homily. The Mass is about worshiping God and giving worship to God. And having said that, I'd rather hear a great homily than a bad one. But that's kind of the way um, yeah. I, I look at it. Yeah, you're right. It's not the centerpiece of the Catholic Mass. And if it's weak, we're not losing anything, really. But I, I will grant you that it can detract from the overall experience. Here's why the homily is important. We've just heard the revealed word of God, including the words of Jesus himself in the gospel. Now it's up to the preacher to open the minds of the people to the gospel message. It's an act of worship in itself, the homily. It must be rooted in the scripture readings of that day. Yes. It, it should illuminate the meaning of the celebration and of the scripture and make them relevant to people's lives. It should make people think, right, and get them to act. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, it has to maintain the flow of the service from the singing and the hearing to the worshiping and the receiving. Yeah, the homily is to help people apply that written word of God to their lives. Right. It, it should be about Jesus. It's not about jokes and, and stuff like that. I mean, some priests are good at that and can pull it off. But by and large, I think, you know, you got to leave the jokes uh, to the comedians. I, I don't I don't think... You know, when you look at it, St. Paul and, and, and St. Anthony, I don't think that um, that they told too many jokes. Well, but how, right. somewhere yeah, along how, the line, as far as the jokes go, begin, uh, somewhere along the line, beginning with a joke uh, or a funny story became popular. I don't know when, but the idea was that if people felt more relaxed and comfortable, right, they might be yeah. more receptive to the message. And I've seen some priests do this pretty well, but I've right. also heard some strong objections to it. And as you say, it's good news, the gospel, but the sermon is not always a time for happy talk or laughter. No. How long does it take you generally to prepare for your sermon? Well, preparation is very important, but I think I think priests, everybody does it a little differently. I mean, some priests look probably ahead to the Sunday gospel, probably midweek, you know, and begin to make their notes or do their reflection. Um, but and some preachers, as you know, write out their entire sermon beforehand and others use no notes at all. Like our buddy Jim Lasanti out in Long Island, I think he just gets a sense of what he wants to say the night before, and he just gets up there and goes with it, which is great. Um, yeah. Some Sometimes a story is appropriate or a sidebar, and, and sometimes quotes from other people is great. You have to look those up and prepare them. Some priests make their sermons very personal, like a heart-to-heart -heart talk, and that can often draw people in and hold their attention. But the preacher has to be cautious against over-personalizing or using one's self too much as an example you know, talking about one's family or vacations, I think that gets old. But preparation is very yeah. important. Yeah, like you said, not everyone is a gifted orator. You know, some some have, you know, a, a monotone voice or, or a bad accent. But I think, 
you know, to be prepared is, is very important. I know St. John Newman was very monotone, but he was very, very well prepared. Now comes the big question. How long should the homily be, right? That's what everybody, you know, everybody talks Everybody about. comments on that. It's too yeah. long. Get to the point already. You know, they always right. say that. That's the issue that everyone comments on. But the truth is, if it's a really good sermon, it could be 30 minutes or an hour and a half. I mean, Martin Luther King or Billy Graham or even Fulton Sheen. Fulton Sheen was on for an hour on television. They were riveting speakers and they could hold people's attention for lengthy sermons. But the Catholic people at Mass have a longstanding, firm, unspoken expectation. And you know it. They want their Mass to be like one hour long. If it's an hour and five, it's too long. So there's no set time for a homily, although I, I think I've read that the Cardinal himself in New York sent a note out at one point to remind uh, the priest to try to keep it around seven minutes. I think I'm right in saying that, but we can say this, a homily is too long when people stop listening. The right. sermon should be done in proportion to the whole liturgy. Yes, it's the longest single part of the Mass, but if it exceeds the Eucharistic prayer and the entire communion rite by too great of a margin, then it's become disproportionate, uh, like the centerpiece of the Mass, which it's not. I know in Protestant churches, it is the central part of the thing, the yes. message. But, 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 Right. But, yeah. but, but less is more, and that requires discipline. Uh, if it's more effective, uh, if it's shorter, that's then that's the goal. I mean, Mark Twain once wrote a long letter to a friend and apologized for the length, saying it would have been shorter, but he didn't have time. And, and guest speakers who come to Mass, you know, to raise money for a charity are often told, the longer you speak, the less money you will raise. Right. Father Rinaldi, who was the world authority on the shroud, said that, you know, the, you got to get people in the first five minutes, you know, um, and then the next five minutes, you only you know what you're talking about. And the last five minutes, nobody knows what you're talking about. So like you said, I think brevity and getting to the point is, is very important. You go to mass every you go to mass every day. I'm, I'm going to ask you, what do you when you come away from the mass, when are you satisfied that you've heard a good homily? When I hear about Jesus, when I hear about yeah. how I can get to heaven, you know, I think that that's a good, an, another good question is we hear a lot about God's mercy and love and that's all great, but we really, uh, there really has to be more talk about, about sin and repentance, because when you, when you go to the mass and don't hear about that, I, I think it's an injustice. It's almost like going to a doctor who doesn't want to talk about disease. You know, I mean, we're talking about our souls here. So there are, there are topics that I know, you know, people don't like to really talk about from the pulpit, but need to be. And I know you had mentioned that, mentioned some. Well, you're uh, right. And I thought, you know, around election time, everybody gets a little jumpy when they think right. the priest is going to guide them on how to vote on which candidate makes more sense. And people don't like that. I also think that people are uncomfortable when they hear too much talk about abortion. And they, I've heard people say that they complain about that, bringing up life issues too often. Um, but I, for me personally, and I, I agree with you about uh, the idea that Jesus never said that everybody gets to go to heaven. So I think we have to right. talk about, about sin and repentance, no doubt. But the topic that I think we should also include more often in all of our preaching is the talk of the, the real presence which we just did a podcast on, the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, because if people have doubts about that, we should use the sermons to reinforce our belief in that. You have to talk about that. You have to talk about the Mass also and what is actually happening right. at the 
podcast. I think that would be a great, that's a great thing for people. So they know why they're going. I think a lot of people go, they don't even know why they're going. They go kind of at a rope. And you really, really, it, the mass is such such a, a, a beautiful thing. Well, you know, that, the catechesis uh, is a very important part. Look, we all, we yeah. know that where we are today is that Catholics need to be better catechized. We all need to learn and know about our faith more. The balance is, is important on a sermon. You can't spend all of your time teaching because you got to do some preaching. But I think there is a balance. And I think it, uh, it does well for a, a preacher to remind people, as you say, about what's going on in the mass. Yeah, if I was to say one thing, I would say to people, you got to remember your Catholicism isn't based on a homily. The Mass is the representation of Jesus' sacrifice to God the Father brought on by the power of the Holy Spirit. And there is no improving on that. Now you're right, but hey, and don't forget, the ending is very important, Frank. Yes. There's a rule out there which says don't ever begin a homily unless you know what the last two sentences are going to be. I mean, in a classroom, you know, the bell rings and the teacher says, okay, that's it. We'll pick up tomorrow where we left off. But a homily doesn't end itself. And look, it's not a difficult thing, but it has to be prepared. You have, have you ever heard guys say, and finally, and or, and so, and then they talk for a few more minutes. It makes people jumpy and crazy. Uh, you don't have to pull it out of the air. Prepare it, say what you're going to say, and then end it with those words. No, I agree. Like I said, the, the homily has to be on how we can get to heaven the homily i feel has to be on on jesus christ That's well i didn't i didn't prepare the, i didn't prepare the end last words of this podcast but i've enjoyed talking to you about this but i'm glad you brought the topic up and folks just continue to like us or follow us already and send us an email at any new york that's any catholic conversation at gmail.com any catholic conversation at gmail.com frank i love you a lot i'll talk to you next time okay thanks take care deacon <laughs>